0: Welcome to Direct Audio, movie discussions podcast. My name is Spencer. It's Christmas time. Cheers. Cheers. We are both feeling a little under the weather. So just, I guess, as a nice wintertime warning, you're going to be around a lot of people. So try to be safe and healthy and clean.
1: Carry hand sanitizer.
0: Seriously, folks. Um,
1: Sanitize, baby.
0: Yeah. And while we've been kind of home relaxing... Teresa was like, well, I mean, you've talked about this movie for, for, it's kind of, it's a movie, I guess we'll call it a movie, because it's like a TV special, (laughs) because there are I love this movie. There are fades to black.
1: Right. Yeah. But it it kind of reminds me of um, a Disney Channel original movie. That's
0: what it was, so. Was it? Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. Well. I have it on DVD. I have all of the books. Who um,
0: got it for you on DVD for Christmas one year?
1: <laughs> special, I did. Because she talks about dot, it quite a bit. Or did.
0: Yeah, did. Yeah. So.
1: Welcome to Eloise at Christmas Time.
0: Yeah, so this is. I need to pause. Wow. I made my hot toddy too strong. <laughs> okay, I am back, and Donna is literally sitting next to me.
1: Yes. Anyways, um, Eloise at Christmas Time is from. 2003 so to put that into perspective when it came out i was seven
0: and you just made everybody who's listening to this either feel very young very or old. very old and donner is saying <laughs> i feel like i want to play right now so if you have any noises in the background that's him he's like this is my holiday i'm gonna party
1: but it was nice i think a really a reason why i loved it was that my mom kind of showed me Eloise when I was about five, six years old. And the whole premise of this is that she's a six-year-old that lives in the Plaza Hotel and has no rules. And it's it's kind of the ideal life for a little girl in a lot of ways. So I just, I wanted to be Eloise.
0: Yeah. And so this is based off of the book from 1958, written by Kay Thompson, uh, illustrated by Hilary Knight. And there were a couple different Eloise movies uh, I will just say, production wise, not much on here. Um, <laughs> Eloise was played twice by Sophia. I'm gonna try to say this one. It's like, almost like a Russian name, Vasilieva. So if I, feel an, like I did good,
1: yeah. If anybody has seen, um, she was in. Oh my gosh, the movie with we were just talking about it. No, we my are. Sister's... My
0: sister's keeper.
1: Keeper. Yes.
0: Yes, she's so in that. she's
1: in my sister's keeper, and that's really, honestly, the only thing she's been in. Like, I mean, she's that's a, strong. She's more in film or in TV now, right? Yeah,
0: she's a bit part player in yeah. a TV show. I mean, a long career, which is good. It's kind of what you want. Um, but yeah, this is probably her biggest role.
1: You know what's crazy too is that um, Eloise at the Plaza and Eloise at Christmas Time came out the same year. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because they need to have the same age.
1: Yeah, so 2003 was booming. I
0: bet you they probably just recorded these back-to-back.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, My Sister's Keeper, yeah. yeah. It's um, I believe Abigail Breslin is in it, too. Cameron Diaz plays her mom. Oh, but perfect. it's a really, really, really sad movie. It's great, but it's really sad. Okay. So. Very different from Eloise. Very
0: different from Eloise, yeah. Uh, this one, as I said, stars uh, Sophia. We also have Kenneth Welsh, Deborah Monk. Uh, And that is our, like, I think our lovely little duo. Um, No, no. No. Hold on. I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut for a second. (sighs) Hey.
1: (laughs) Why the hell? He's never played with it before. No, he's never played with it
0: at all. (laughs) Sorry. And I I was mistaken. So... Gavin
1: Creel. Gavin
0: Creel is our main boy. Uh, He plays Bill. Um, Deb... (laughs) why are they so weirdly listed Deborah monk plays Maggie I think it's 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 Sarah topham mm-hmm. uh, who is Rachel uh then the third one is Rick Roberts and uh this is pretty much
1: no Christine and Jeffrey no
0: let me get to it oh. I'm saying this is pretty much the the biggest film thing they've all done oh
1: well i um, will say i was telling spencer gavin creel if you know broadway you know gavin well, that's what i was saying this is yeah. the biggest
0: like movie because they haven't really done anything else
1: he's been involved a, a lot recently he was just in um into the woods and he dyed his hair bleach blonde
0: he was the wood
1: he yes he was
0: <laughs> donner's going he, crazy he's playing right with the toy and
1: He tripped over himself and embarrassed himself yeah
0: Uh, But the three big actors in this are uh, Jeffrey Tambor, who is, like, barely in this, which Mm -hmm. is very strange to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christine Baranski, who uh, is one of the, I guess, villains of the movie. Mm -hmm. And then the big almost lead, uh, besides Eloise, is Julie Andrews in here as Nanny. She does not have another name. It is just Mm -hmm. Nanny. No, she's known as Nanny. That's how she is in the books, too. You can tell. That this is just a paycheck and that she is going to just do whatever the hell she wants.
1: I'll be honest, though. I feel like she had fun.
0: No, that's she what I mean. She like she had a
1: blast. That's what I mean.
0: It's like it's like she is just doing whatever the hell yeah. she wants. And they're like, Julie, no notes. And she's like, <laughs> okay. And she just is going whatever. And they're like, perfect. And I think when you have such a young actress with Sophia, because she's six. Um, I don't know if she was six when they were filming. Cause it's 2003. Uh, in three. So let's see. When was she born? It's going to be kind of fun. If it wants to work. So she was... Okay, so at this point, she was about 10.
1: She... That makes sense. Yeah. Because if you watch it... um, You could not have a real
0: six-year-old. I was
1: going to say. And Spencer and I did talk about, which is funny, that he just covered it. But this movie is very Home Alone-esque. Well,
0: it takes place in the same building. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, true. That too. But, She's very much...
0: Uh, Kevin. You don't
1: think that she's six, though. I mean, she says no. it. But you watch it, you're like, there is no, you, just no way a six-year-old would be that smart.
0: It's funny because you get the same thing. It's main character child syndrome. And what it is is that you really can't have a child portray a child. Because if they do, then the movie is just kind of weirdly mm-hmm. viewed. So you need it's to like- have moments where they are adults yeah which is weird too it's like it's i mentioned this with the home alone episode it's very weird to have that kind of pairing Mm -hmm. where you have to be a kid you have to showcase how you're a kid no i want toys and i love toys and i love all these colors but then you have to understand like relationships and you have to understand the
1: concept of love
0: right and like and there obviously is that kid level of love where it's like oh my god i love this person i love this like musician or actor or actress Mm -hmm. but like it's like enamored with whereas like this is like understanding scheming and how romance <laughs> falls into play yeah. and so it's kind of funny
1: her and kevin would be best friends but also like frenemies they would scheme against each other
0: mm-hmm. it's very dennis the menace right um but there really isn't much like i mentioned in regards to like production notes or things that i could find and i don't think it really matters this is not meant no, to be like it's some very sort of feel super...
1: good it's yeah. it's you know everything is meant to be happy in the end and I will say, I don't know if you found this in um, or online, but they made so much money off of the concept of Eloise after this came out. So I was very similar to the
0: Home Alone. Right. Right.
1: And I was telling Spencer, even when I was a child, um, when I was about eight years old, maybe nine, um, we won tickets to go see Harry Connick Jr. in the pajama game on Broadway in New York. And um, if anybody knows me in real life or you've listened to episodes that I'm on, I love theater. So I got so excited that I made myself sick and I threw up during the show and then um, was bedridden for the rest of the trip. So I didn't get to go. But long story short, but actually long story long, they had her room and her suite in the Plaza Hotel for years and years and years. And you could do, you know, essentially like a visit with Eloise. So I always wanted to do it. And then I think when I was maybe about 14, 15, they got rid of it. Yeah, it pretty much ended
0: in like the late uh, 2000s. So sad. Because they also did, I mentioned this in the last week's episode. I also mentioned this because you brought it up. So I talked about Eloise, but they did a home alone experience as well. And, and they got rid of both yeah because it ended up becoming like a condominium what a dud i mean you know the owner so yeah no wonder a um doesn't make an appearance in this one so no he that's doesn't. nice uh but yeah this was part of disney's uh christmas time block uh went to 25 days of christmas jen jumped to uh hallmark family into the hallmark channel and now it's kind of bounced around but
1: I haven't seen it on screen. I mean, until Spencer and I watched it together, I probably haven't seen it in, oh my gosh, the last time I watched it was on YouTube for free, mm-hmm. probably 10 years ago.
0: How do you feel now after rewatching it? Do you think- Oh,
1: I, I mean, it's different for me because I have the sentimental connection. Like I love, I right. love the books. My mom raised me on the books. They have giant, like I was telling Spencer, I, I need to bring them to our apartment, but they essentially have a coffee table book. It's humongous. It's the size of a laptop and it's all of her stories combined with illustrations and maps and the blueprints of the plaza and the way that she would, you know, have her own entrances and exits. And it was very intricate. So I grew up before I could even read. I grew up with the story. So then when the movie came out, it it was a game changer.
0: Which I mean, like, there obviously is going to be that sentimental yeah. thing, but sometimes when you watch something after years of being like, "Oh my god, it was my fear as a kid," blah blah, blah, and then you watch it again, you are like, hmm. "You know, that's like." How... I try doing that with, I think it was Oliver and Company or something. I rewatched it. and It was like, it's a little loose. Uh, that's how I kind of felt. Not,
1: I will always love this movie, but when we just rewatched How the Grinch Stole Christmas with the at, Jim Carrey version, yeah, at yes. Jamie and Morgan's, I was watching it on Jamie's TV. And the animation is, like, atrocious. Well, what I will say is, (laughs) and this is the issue.
0: This is the issue. One, when you use CG, Mm -hmm. you're always dated to the year that you have made the film. Mm -hmm. So, like, they will always be using 2000s animation. And Mm -hmm. that will never change. Regardless of how TVs update, he had the 4K version on a 4K TV. And so you see... Everything, the good and the yeah, bad. Yeah, and
1: it was things I've never noticed before. Little moments that mm-hmm. I was like, "Ew, who is that?" See, so. for me, I was
0: watching it. I thought I saw that too. Obviously, and we talked about that. But there were some like little moments and beats where I'm watching and I'm like, "Oh, they were just padding this for a kids' movie, right?" And I think what's right. funny is that, and I, this might be a hot take. I mean, I obviously do love the Grinch. I think if it wasn't as celebrated at Christmas time, and if It wasn't Jim Carrey. It would have the same like views on uh, or eyes as the cat in the hat does. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that movie is too over the top and not good. I think the only difference is that regardless of like how wacky and obscene and ridiculous he can be. It's
1: still a Christmas movie.
0: And it still follows the basic plot. Mm -hmm. Whereas cat in the hat has to kind of stretch it a little bit.
1: Oh my god, I loved getting that.
0: I know, we talked about this one, and that would be one that when you rewatch it, you will be like, oh Mm -hmm. yeah, this is...
1: I also think, though, not going... Well, you might be, maybe you won't Not going too deep into this, but I think in a lot of ways, like Heather Grinch Stole Christmas and Elf, it's because it's Mike Myers, and Mike Myers is one of my favorite actors, and like, that's why Elf, like, yes, I love Elf, but also it's Will Ferrell, and how they still christmas yes i love it but it's jim carrey and like those are three of my favorite like well, which is actors that, like, that i grew up with
0: out of all those i mean elf is the best of the movies yeah there okay. uh but when you look at like dr seuss movies obviously movies that and we're gonna talk about eloise because um, <laughs> it's like the lorax and horton here's a who and all those they obviously have to stretch because the books are like
1: Ten pages. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so it's like how you fill that padding. Like I think the Lorax is not good because they had this really weird like – they had some musical numbers that are weird. Uh, ironically enough, one of the characters in this movie looks just like the villain from that movie. <laughs> and I'm not talking about this like whatever his name is, the uh, onceler I'm talking about like Rob Riggle's character. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I think the wonderful thing about Chris's movies is that they're always going to evoke that feeling. Right. Of – where you were and christmas is that christmas is the time of year we watched christmas vacation like twice in the past week. I
1: was going to say it feels like 3 times.
0: It's going to be about 5 and I mean it's my favorite so I'm never going to be that's one always holds up. A classic. Yeah. Um and if you like those movies and we say that they were weird when they are like as they go on like things kind of age themselves, who gives a turkey? Doesn't matter. Um but I think christmas is that emotion and evokes those feelings and reminiscing and what's nice about watching these movies just like this you can reminisce and feel about you were at those moments i just think of
1: my mom right
0: and maybe it might not be the best movie across the board Mm -hmm. and we are going to poke fun at some weird stuff (laughs) that movie does but i think overall it's a fun time and i appreciate you letting me uh see it and showing it to me i like the phrase letting me see it like you were like Mm -hmm. it's locked away
1: well you know it's hard as some of you um big fans of the podcast can see like Spencer really likes film so I I feel silly sometimes being like can you watch this movie with me that I grew up on because I grew up on such different (laughs) movies that he did so when I was like I really wanted to watch Eloise at Christmas time he was like what (laughs) or i was like we let's watch cats together and i used to play or like cats was one blades of glory um eloise at christmas time you know phantom of the opera you know the mount rushmore sweeney todd which now we have covered sweeney todd which is rocking and i'm getting in there slowly but you know we just we watched very different movies so sometimes i feel silly looking at stuff
0: like this but but, i've seen those movies besides uh this yeah like i'd seen those movies i think that's the fun thing about looking at films that you had from your childhood was everybody had a very different experience mm-hmm. that's the beauty of it and i think there are so many movies out there that i mean like i always say the two big movies that i remember watching on vhs where my dad bought at a walmart and it was weekend at bernie's and my <laughs> cousin Vinny, and like two really weird movies that i like remember and like Smokey and the bandit so we all have all these different types of mm-hmm. movies my christmas movie was is uh, mrs mrs santa claus that's my weird movie mm-hmm. so we all have them yeah. and it's okay and the beautiful thing is sharing them uh you just have to be able to and i'm this is not towards you teresa this is towards people listening it, we've all had them where you share like a youtube video and you go you're like this one and then nobody laughs and
1: you're staring at people as they're not right. laughing you
0: have to be ready
1: yeah
0: to when you show the movie If they don't like it, understand that nostalgia Mm -hmm. is such a wonderful blanket.
1: Right. And that it's not personal.
0: Right. Exactly. And there are people who take it personally. And then there are some people who refuse to look at things critically. Where it's like, this is the best movie of all time and you're wrong. It's like, no, like you can, you can think that it's okay. Right. Like we go see movies together and we rate them when we leave the theater. Mm -hmm. And we have to be like, we have to both tell each other like, okay, non-biased, how do we both feel about this? Mm-hmm.
1: And I will say lately we've been
0: we're, we're on the on same the page.
1: But it is, um, you know, it, it's an emotional experience. Like showing someone your favorite childhood I have to movie. pause this. Why?
0: Because we're almost 20 minutes in. We haven't even talked about fucking Eloise. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. All right. She's in the box. Opening credits are made in Microsoft <laughs> PowerPoint. That's what I had. <laughs> yeah. They are like... There's... Well,
1: I was trying to explain to Spencer. The opening credits are... Um, like the Eloise font. Mm-hmm. So Eloise has a very specific font and if you've never seen it before, it is supposed to be a child's handwriting. So it's it's specifically messy and there's multiple parts of the book that are written with that font and they turned it into the movie and then turned it into the credits. Which so if I you're do a fan, like it's cute, but if you don't know, you're like, "What the hell is going on?"
0: But it is like you can just tell like the effects is like Pop on, swipe it off. And this movie, what it loves is wacky transitions. It's like (laughs) circle wipe, boom, blast (laughs) it, boom. Okay, we're going to page swipe, boom. It's like every single time we have to transition to a new scene, we are not just letting it cut. Keeps us on our toes. We are wiping because (laughs) we have After Effects and we are using them. Um, What's the big line that she starts with? You've said it like, fifty times this week.
1: I am Eloise and I am six.
0: Yeah. And this movie she literally reads to us like a storybook, which is cool. She mm-hmm. gives us all the exposition you need.
1: Yeah, they read the first page of the
0: book as the intro to the story. Which is cool. I didn't know that was the first book. And yeah, it's uh, cute. And she we run in Jeffrey Tambor, uh giant package arrives. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, when it's to a big name actor, I'm just gonna call them Christine right. I know. And Jeffrey I was um, and, and Julie Andrews. I'm not going I was rant. doing
1: that in the notes. Except for Julie, I put nanny, put nanny just because it's easy because I love the nanny. The nanny was like one of my favorite um characters growing up cuz she says everything three times. Yeah. So I thought that was so
0: silly. Maybe I'll that's when they'll probably bring her own in but with no. Tambor and with Bransky, I don't even know that No, names. they
1: also like don't have great names. Yeah. So it doesn't really it doesn't really make sense.
0: Yeah, a giant package drive says Fragili, must be Italian. <laughs> um, two goofballs come in, and they're like, yeah, put it in the gift room.
1: Also hilarious to me that they think it's so ha- She's six years old. It's probably, the gift itself, maybe 40 pounds.
0: Okay, if you were to grab a box and you picked it up and it was 40 pounds, and again, the way that weight is distributed in a person, it's not no, going to be like, pick true. right up. And I doubt she's standing light as a feather, stiff as a board, whatever it is, just, she's probably in there, like, loosely wiggling. Yeah, well, you
1: can tell that they're having trouble. Yeah. Also,
0: they're just goofballs. Um, So she uh, tells us about how parents like to hide gifts, and they're good at them. Uh, But uh, unless you have a plan, she can basically break it. Mm -hmm. And she does. She bursts from the package, says, which I do, which I do like. Her quirkiness is fun.
1: I love her. I think also that's another thing. I really just identify with her. And I was very similar to her when I was a kid.
0: Thank God I know you (laughs) now.
1: My mom said I used to talk to like people in the elevator and ask them how they were doing, and I'd call everybody honey. So I'd get in an elevator and go, "Hi, honey." My mom was like, "I am so sorry." So I think I also love Eloise for that reason too.
0: Yeah, Uh, she gives exposition (laughs) on her parents. Her mom is away in Paris.
1: Yeah, and to my knowledge, her dad does not exist. So. Um, I don't know anything about Canonically, Andy Warhol. Of course. Of course. So, um, yeah, giving Spencer a little bit of a backstory. Um, it's kind of known that, like, her mom is pretty much a celebrity. I mean, her mom.
0: There's the boutique guy person yeah, around. Yeah. I
1: mean, and- she's paying for them to have, like, a three bedroom suite in the Plaza Hotel every day, and they live there. She gets free room service. She can call in whenever she wants. Yeah. She gets. Free roam of the whole plaza and you can tell that her mom has a lot of money because they never reprimand Eloise. They just give her jobs to do. Not
0: everybody doesn't reprimand her.
1: Christine Branski's like the only one. Right. But they give her jobs so that they leave them alone. So, you know, they make they make up stuff. They just
0: tell her to basically F off. Yeah. So I go Go cause chaos somewhere else, Right, right? Right. Uh, which we see right here because she rings the bell like crazy to know Jeffrey Tambor. This would not happen in Tim Curry's Plaza Hotel. We'd not at what? all. Uh, these two. I don't know if it was filmed as well in the Plaza Hotel. I believe so. It just so. looks different than if you watch because we just watched Home Alone. It's too. a different angle. It. Yeah, I'm saying it just looks. It's so funny to look at it. Yeah. Whereas like Home Alone is wide shots mm-hmm. that show you the grandiose nature of the Plaza. This, these shots are so tight, mm-hmm. you feel like you're on a set.
1: Well, you also feel like they were at like the front of the desk where Jeffrey Tambor is almost at like a side desk,
0: but it's the same desk. What's funny I is know, it's the same desk, but team. it's That's so something.
1: strange,
0: isn't that weird? I was yeah. just saying, it just looks like a totally different building, mm-hmm. even though it's the same one. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor says, Go elsewhere, keep an eye on the Christmas tree. Eloise pulls out a giant magnifying glass, looks right in the camera. I do like that shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see our next person, Christine Baranski, again. Smoke show.
1: Nah, she's always a smoke show. It's ridiculous. It is fun though that she plays such a like conservative part in this movie yeah. because it's very different for her.
0: What's funny is that it's. I mean, in both Chris's movies that she's in that we just talked about, because ironically enough, in How the Grinch Christmas, it's Jeffrey Tambor and Christine Bar- right. uh, Baranski, mm-hmm. in both of them. I know, uh, isn't that fun? And they both kind of play like. I mean, obviously Jeffrey is way more uptight. And Christine is like a, uh, 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 a harlot, in uh, and oh Christmas. yeah, And this one say, she not is this.
1: she's just the event planner. And you, yeah, but she's, she's kind of stuck up. I was gonna say she's pretty prude. She actually. So should
0: Jeffrey Tambor be the harlot?
1: Slut, sure. Well, slutty Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> Put him in Arrested Development. Yeah. As this character. Um,
0: oh, we were, we were watching Arrested Development. We stopped.
1: We did, because we started watching Snoopy.
0: Yeah. We also uh, stopped watching, <laughs> watching a Hill House. Start watching Snoopy. Well, now Snoopy. I feel like
1: it's stupid to watch Hill House, because it's almost Christmas. Eh,
0: it's fine. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta be a little scared. That's what Christmas Carol is all about. Ah! Um, so, <laughs> but we are getting Eloise going everywhere. She's giving exposition. She shows people in the hotel. She breaks the fourth wall. Uh, she takes the person from Christine Baranski and Christine's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Um, she, uh, right, gets the Christmas tree, uh, gives them a business card. It's written in crayon. <laughs> so uh, cute. Yeah. She
1: goes, call me next, or call me when you're ready for help.
0: Yeah. And uh, we meet Max, the elevator operator. He doesn't talk. No. And she explains it to us by breaking the fourth wall again. She yeah. just telling us the whole thing. Very
1: flea bag ask. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Max is cute. She talks to him all the time, tries to get his attention. Um, you see a lot of stuff. She'll act like there's a rat in the elevator. She just does a lot to try to get him to talk, and he does
0: not. Yeah, I think throughout the movie she does, like, three or four things where she yeah. gets them to sing. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the elevator is singing about the pet rat. There's another one that she has She on... gives
1: him jingle bells for Yeah,
0: spoilers. That's the fun one at the end where he, like, finally breaks. But, uh, spoiler. Um, yeah, so... Uh, we meet her other enemy. Uh, it's this old woman. Her dog is Blue. Mrs. Thornton. Yeah.
1: And it's just because she has um, a dog herself named Weenie, which has always made me laugh because his name is Weenie, but he's a pug. Yeah. And then he, she has a, a, weenie. a little weenie, a little pig in a blanket. And then she also has Skipper, who's a pet turtle. So she uh,
0: actually it's all reptiles that she says. She yep. like corrects mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Thornton. Thornton.
1: Um, and yeah, they don't get along because Skipper bites at her dog's tail, and um, she also doesn't believe. Which, um, as I get older, I do have to agree. But she just doesn't believe that Eloise should be roaming around the hotel by herself. It's right.
0: Six. It's like the I call it the Squidward uh, effect. Where it's like as you grow older you realize that Squidward was in the right to be annoyed at Spongebob. Yeah. So like as you grow older you start to kinda of realize that you side slightly with the more authoritarian, like I mean it's person. a miracle
1: she didn't get kidnapped. But I think she Who would want to kidnap Eloise? I was about Emily. to say that she is such such like a annoying kid that they'd send her right back.
0: <laughs> also, I like that, that was my point. No one would want to kidnap her. Don't kidnap anybody.
1: Don't do that. Yeah. It's we don't we don't condone it. We don't condone it. <laughs> On this podcast, we don't condone yeah. kidnapping. What a what a
0: hard stance to take. You might have thought differently, listener, but this podcast <laughs> does not condone kidnapping. kidnapping. Um we do get a really great moment here where she just comes back into the apartment and just screams Nanny and we get this long shot that yeah. goes right down the corridor and the angles are crazy, and then it goes right into uh Julie Andrews' face. And she you mentioned this, and I agree. She does not look like Julie Andrews. No, they make they did her a look great like job. a schlub.
1: Yeah, and I loved it. It's and honestly it's, just bangs. <laughs> just yeah, bangs. well, it's like the the crazy wispy hair and outfits that she, you know, obviously make her look a little bit older. And yeah, um, she. Oh God, she plays the role so well, so well. But yeah, Nanny is a great character. So, uh, Eloise's mom isn't home, so Nanny is her primary caretaker. And um, when you read the other stories, you do realize, like, Annie, or Nanny um, raised Eloise. Basically. Yeah. It's like I'm afraid of Batman. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Except
0: for she she doesn't fight crime.
1: She kind of does at the end. She
0: doesn't fight crime. I mean, kind of. Kind
1: of. She's Batman. Have (laughs) you ever seen Eloise and Batman in the same room? Yeah. No, I haven't.
0: Oh. Really so
1: true. yeah nanny's a great character she repeats everything three times not she, everything
0: though it's like really weird moments yeah when she does words words they words drop that just for like half the film
1: yeah but it's in the book it's really cute every pretty much every sentence ends with the word three times um and then she orders room service and she has her
0: own phone it's a cute <laughs> shot where the uh phone kind of goes all the way down like the camera follows the phone line all the way um we then see her in her room all pink she's writing out christmas she has her own tree yep
1: she has a list for herself a huge penthouse and then her list for everybody else the shot
0: for a list for herself is cool because it rolls all the way on the floor it's sweet until she writes next to christine baranski's character's name cole (laughs) um is she wrong no she's not uh, I'll deliver the call myself, <laughs> hand-delivered to Christine Bransky. whatever she needs.
1: I'll just get her address. Yeah,
0: just get her address. Everybody needs this. This this podcast is anti-kidnapping and pro- Baranski. Christine Baranski. <laughs> Um Julie Andrews is just going ham. She's singing letting go. Like I said, she is just buying in 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone knocks at the door. It's your guy.
1: Bill. Yeah. I yeah. love Bill. He was one of my- biggest childhood crushes ever 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 him and then peter pan the child version of peter pan those were like my two
0: yeah what about uh, not not
1: animated version of peter pan
0: so what do you you mean there
1: was like there was a a human version of peter pan when we were younger yeah that was robin williams no well i did love him in that that's hook there is a no there's an adult, like a real... There's on. an
0: adult version of Peter Pan. Live action Peter It's called Pan. It Coming to My Neverland.
1: Shut. Shut your mouth. Hold up. Peter Pan and Wendy?
0: No. I was like, that was from last year. <laughs> what are you telling me? I'll find it. As she finds this, Bill comes in and is a pirate. And he uh, has... What does he have? Like a, a sword in his pocket? He's got a sword in his pocket. Going jingling a ling a ling Jeremy Sumpter. Oh, Jeremy Sumpter. He
1: was just an absolute freaking babe. Well, he's Sumpter. Anyways. Anyways. That's the I episode. loved Bill.
0: Okay, we'll describe this part.
1: Well, when he comes in, he is acting like a pirate. So he is a starving actor. He has been working at the plaza for, as we know, at least four years. But it is assumed he's 23, so he's working through college, and um, he is a starving actor. So comes in, he acts like a pirate with Eloise. They have a whole like skit that you can tell they've practiced with fake swords and a giant ladle. And um, Nanny is the hostage, and this is all over just breakfast.
0: Yeah. Uh, they Eloise is trying to get Nanny laid oh yeah <laughs> yeah she's just the whole t- she's trying she's just talking about how she wants to get her laid basically
1: yeah this is it's just a very much a love movie and eloise is trying to get everybody seriously to fall in love.
0: she it's a love actually with a little girl leading charge yeah um they uh we get the first phone call from her mom uh she she's not
1: gonna she's probably not going to be able to make it home her flights keep canceling she is in paris so every time Eloise um, answers the phone because she thinks it's always her mom, she says, "Bonsoir, Eloise speaking." Um, and yeah, her mom's flights keep getting canceled. She's really disappointed, and she, you know, cries to nanny and just says that this isn't fair. And nanny's always there. She's always getting paid. So nanny,
0: nanny's always there. Another Mike Myers movie. It's Austin Powers. Boom. That's the episode today. Thanks, guys. How do you feel? Uh, so we get a giant package delivered to Peabody's office. Uh, it won't come through the front door, which, luckily for me, I know the hotel is a back door because I just watched it last week. It's where the Sticky Bandits grab Kevin. Right. It's like a delivery area, so Naturally. just put it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do meet Mister Peabody. He's the owner. Uh, I do like the camera angles here because she barges in and we have like, a huge fast zoom, mm-hmm. we basically with like the uh, like everybody calls it that like jaw shot where he's sitting there and then we get that crash zoom in the background kind of matches
1: and i like that they do it from her height
0: yeah but then it changed when he stands up right at the low angle shot It's very yeah. cute um so basically multiple times throughout this film eloise is gonna trick the secretary of mr peabody right and she just gets her ass kicked right every time every time so she is digging through this box outside littering everywhere um
1: because eloise said that the package was sent to her yeah and this poor woman never gets a gift and like
0: later she steals her check
1: right yeah and it was she just got it's so bad she does end up giving her a gift so great okay
0: there's all the pain Mm -hmm. um we meet rachel Teresa said we love rachel rachel is the best
1: yeah we love rachel because it's very interesting this is very much a movie though where obviously it was 2003 but She's supposed to be just graduating from Harvard. Yeah. And she looks like she's 30.
0: She's graduating from Harvard?
1: Yeah, they're both, they met at Harvard.
0: But he doesn't go to Harvard. Spoiler. Spoiler.
1: Well, oh yeah, you're right. Because they, he sends her away to school. So they must have met like off That's campus a, yeah. at something. Yeah, but she had just graduated from college. So she's supposed to be like 23.
0: Yeah, it's a very Disney strained relationship Um Where they're basically like, how have you been? Oh, it's good. It's good to see you, It's very strained.
1: And you find out later that she was sent away to college. She did not want to go, especially because because she she was in love. And her dad sent her away. And, you know, the whole movie, they're strained because she never came home for four years. And... No, they're more he strange says, because
0: he did. She wanted to fall in love with Bill, and right. he was like, "No." Nah. And
1: he said, "I hope you understand."
0: Yeah, uh, we meet her fiance Brooks. He's a snobby Harvard grad, and Teresa at this point said, "We don't like Brooks." No, we
1: don't like Brooks. He's a loser, and he is rude to the staff. You see it at the beginning before you know that they're together, and I do not like anybody that is rude to staff.
0: No, people who are rude to staffs suck. Mm-hmm. Be nice to the staff. Right. Just watch the movie Waiting, and then tell me if you ever want to be mean to a staff of anything ever again. It's so with Ryan Reynolds. I've seen it. Yeah. Ugh. Gross.
1: That part is horrible.
0: Yeah. Um, so we uh, get a bunch of exposition again. How they're getting married at the hotel, and his parents can't be there because they're vacationing everywhere around Christmas time. Such a shame. Uh, yeah. Um, but you can
1: also tell she's just not very happy. She's marrying Brooks because of her dad. Her dad is. Her dad wants her to marry into money and which is
0: funny as he ho- owns the most expensive hotel i
1: know i think it's, all the
0: celebrity stays that go to celebrity ding dang dong
1: i think it's it's a power like a power couple of course it is you know because he doesn't want her marrying the waitstaff
0: peasants exactly yeah um we are back in eloise's crazy room we get a nice sweeping shot showing us everything she's explaining all the things that she can add to the wedding uh we pander her stuffed uh, animals well, no, she's in a bucket covered in Christmas decor. Like, she's the tree. She's the tree. Yeah. She yeah. has her stuffed animals there, and they are taking notes. Yeah, yeah. they're the jury. Yeah. Um, we get the first of many moments as well, where Louise runs out, slams the door. The decor falls, <laughs> and Julie Andrews at this point goes, oh, knickers. Mm-hmm. Which, a very, what a weird, like, thing to scream.
1: Oh, underwear.
0: Yeah, like, it would be like how you say it, like, oh, boxers. <laughs> like oh boy shorts right like it's a very weird Maybe because it's inappropriate it's it's, to say in it's proper British, English. yeah oh yeah um so we uh see this again she always gets put to work so she's downstairs with Bill now uh she just really sprints around this whole movie mm-hmm. um so she's setting up dining room stuff with Bill they're messing around they're playing and seeing Christmas tunes talking about her Christmas list 73 what I think it's nice to give Santa plenty of options mm-hmm <laughs> Um this is a cute moment. Uh they're jamming a little bit.
1: Mhm. It was uh, really sweet.
0: Yeah. Uh he am I boring you?
1: I love the relationship that Eloise and Bill have too because it's very obvious that Bill is unhappy and I think deep down like Eloise is just looking for like a parental figure in some ways that isn't necessarily nanny. So she finds that with Bill where it's like a big brother, but also more like, like, big brother relationship, yeah, like you a know. fun adult figure that she can go to if she needs something um, that also, you know, she definitely feels safe with him. Yeah. And he loves taking care of her, which I think is a reason why at the end of the day, like Rachel falls in love with him again because spoilers. Whoa, um, because like he's taking care of her.
0: Well, speaking of Rachel, she walks in. Yep. And this is there again. He drops everything. Yeah, as does Eloise. She drops all the forks. Um, but uh, we get that again. The writing is not like the best. Right. It is very cliched. It's like, oh my gosh, hey, I didn't realize you'd be in town. You wanna let's reenact this, okay? You be Rachel and I'll be Bill. Okay. Okay. You. Do you want me to lead or you go?
1: I'll do it. Hi, Bill.
0: Oh, Rachel. Oh, what? I didn't realize you were back from school. Yeah right I, it's it's so good to see how are how are things are everything good you uh, you too like that was it yeah i was expecting uh, no who, i mean no. that's
1: genuinely what rachel does and then then i don't remember as
0: much thought yeah <laughs> thought there's gonna be more dialogue as the director yeah. cut next time no nope. i want explosions no i want raw sex appeal
1: and then brooks is like who's this
0: yeah he's snobby he comes in he's and then he's like
1: oh you're here for your you're engaged
0: you're engaged. She's like, that's not, my part.
1: Not just engaged. Like I'm getting married. That's what engaged <laughs> me. Is. Yeah, but you're. <laughs> I'm not just, <laughs> just engaged. I'm getting we're married planning in on two m- days
0: finishing this off.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyways.
0: Anyways, we literally do it anyways as we cut to commercial. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, this movie has at least four times where it just fades black, cut to commercial. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, we're back at the Plaza Hotel. Eloise is driving the housekeeping cart. Uh, we get more exposition. She's like, tell me about the boss's daughter.
1: From a really bad Jamaican accent.
0: Yeah. It's honestly, this movie, again, the way it gives out exposition is just like, I'm going to tell it to you. But mm-hmm. it's not bad because she doesn't know. So she's asking also, for all this she's stuff. So it works. I'm saying like, So it actually works. It's yeah. just funny that it's like, tell me about it.
1: You're explaining to yeah. like something of a six-year-old. You really do have to be very sweet, you know?
0: Yeah um but we uh we hear the exposition that we talked about earlier about how she got sent away they skip over mrs thornton's room be- and uh we hear that she's ceasing all cleaning service duties
1: eloise immediately thinks she's dead of course as, as you would <laughs> which i will say if i were her age i would do it too but you know it's not like uh, oh you know mrs thornton passed away they said ceasing all duties and she's like well she's dead
0: yeah, runs back, cries to Nanny.
1: And it was one of those, like, um, confusing phrases where nobody says what they're actually saying. Oh, you
0: know, we're going to miss her so, and she's off in a better place now. Yeah, so
1: that Eloise still thinks she's dead, and the Nanny just thinks she's talking about the fact that she's getting
0: kicked out. Yeah, oh, but I am she's sick, getting Nanny. I'm sick with grief and despair. Uh, they cry together, and Nanny asks if she wants a spot of ice cream. Which I did say that she sounds like she's doing Dick Van Dyke's accent right. from her movie, Mary Poppins. Right, right, right. Where it's like, oh, you want a spot? Um,
1: she's got a very, like, a very improper accent in some parts. Yeah. Where it almost seems like she's trying to be proper because she's at the plaza.
0: Again, she does not give a shit. No. She's just going. But I love her. Yeah. Oh, she's great. Uh, I don't think I can eat at a time like this. Unless, of course, it's chocolate chip. Which and is me. And then mean.
1: you cut to them having, like... Two pints of
0: ice cream. Literally the Kevin McAllister special. <laughs> um, so uh, we go back to the ground floor. The owner's apologizing to the daughter, saying that Brooks is everything he ever wanted for her. Uh, we fade into Central Park. It's a weird moment where this, do that, leave, fade to Central Park. We wake up. We see that Eloise sleeps with her Do Not Disturb sign on. Literally, it's a, a sign over her neck. A hotel sign
1: on her neck, which yeah. is hilarious. It's a great little gag. Especially because it's just her and Nanny.
0: Yeah. and she wakes up screaming that it's shopping day
1: so this is another way that you kind of see eloise has unlimited money like it's very obvious that she can do whatever she wants with an amex credit card that mom will cover yeah seriously
0: uh we see eloise's iconic outfit you want to describe it yeah
1: her christmas so she has a normal outfit where Eloise always wears a black skirt with a white shirt and suspenders, and then she always has her white socks on and her little ballet slippers. But for Christmas, she wears that outfit, but she wears a red skirt with red suspenders, and then she has some little bows in her hair. It's very cute. So she goes outside, ready with Nanny to go shopping, and when they get out there, they see Leo and Maggie. So that's the first time that we get to meet Leo and Maggie. So Maggie is the um horse carriage yeah driver he has
0: a fake irish accent yeah and leo is the I horse an irish accent there too fake irish 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 accent.
1: Accent. um she has a fake irish accent for tourists but then when she sees that it's them she's got this brooklyn like pretty deep accent but um yeah she gets to go take leo shopping and or they the drive leo ride leo to go shopping
0: the last reference that i'm gonna do is that they go to duncan's toy chest immediately but she does not get a cheese pizza, Cheese pizza. courtesy of the Plaza Hotel. But she does, though, to go to like a toy store. Mr. McAllister. Mr. McAllister.
1: She does go to Toys R Us, though, which is a
0: it's the coolest much thing. More a
1: name. There's a
0: it's the coolest Toys R Us you've there's ever a seen. Ferris
1: wheel inside. Yeah, and
0: there's a dinosaur.
1: Yeah. It's uh, very Julie
0: cool. sells that like a million dollars. She's like, ah. Oh yeah, she's so screams. good. Um, I will say. While this is happening, because they go to a couple of different stores, we did meet Mr. Wilkes, mm-hmm. who was, uh, or is, Nanny's, Nanny's boo thing. Yeah,
1: her bow. Yeah.
0: Um, and she, the whole time, she wants to get a gift for him.
1: And that's it. That's the only person she wants to get a gift for.
0: But as they're going through, you see a scorecard of every <laughs> store where the score goes from 19-0, 33-0, 52-0, and then after... Um, uh she goes to his arrest we see she sits on santa's lap uh kind of rude to him then she chucks one of her gifts in the bag and i like that it goes from 160 to 159 that's her final Mm talent um and that's uh, insane yeah
1: but it is cute you find out at the end none of the gifts are for herself so she's she's she paid for her her mom paid for 159 gifts for other people
0: right again she's very caring it's very cute um she comforts Nanny when they get back. She's like, oh, you'll find something. And she screams <laughs> at Mrs. Thornton. Uh, there's a crash zoom into Eloise. She faints. Commercial break. And uh, we come back to the classic gag where it's like when someone's waking up and the camera's really like. Right. And it's just because, like, they didn't focus the camera. So they have it unfocused. focus. So it looks like, like oh, where mm-hmm. am I Then it focuses? She's back in her bed. Yeah. And we find out what actually happened to Mrs. Thornton, which is tragic.
1: It is really sad. It's very it's very sad, too, because it's just another way for Eloise to try to save Christmas. So now she's got Rachel and Bill. She's got her mom not coming home. She's got gifts. She's got Nanny. Yeah. And now she's got Mrs. Thornton. Yeah. And we find out that essentially, or, or what, what is told what is, is that yeah. her son, Edgar... Um, well,
0: yeah, literally this is, again delivered as exposition right, right because all we hear is that she, mrs thornton is can't pay her bills so they're kicking out after kicking christmas
1: out. and she thinks it's because her son married um a woman that was a part of uh bavarian royalty and she passed away and then edgar passed away and the bavarian government stole his money so now she has no money. She has no way to survive. So she's getting kicked out. That's what she is told.
0: Yeah. But and, that is not and the And we truth. are literally told later, we'll just get to it here. Yeah. Um, that no, he fled the country because he had like gambling issues. Yeah. He and was then essentially died. an
1: addict. Um, and he was sending money for his mom uh, to stay there for a while and then just, you know, died. And that was it so there's no connection to the bavarian government he never moved away he never got married
0: what so, a fun christmas movie
1: yeah it's pretty sad yeah. and um you know it's really hard to because she she talks about how like she doesn't have any other family she doesn't have anywhere to go and you kind of imagine just with the way she looks that she's probably like 85 90 years old
0: yeah probably
1: or they want her to be
0: yeah but it's it's sad and uh we go from that story because again, Eloise somehow breaks into her, not breaks into her, she's invited into her room. She
1: brings her clean towels and soap because they're, like she's realizing During that they're throat. not giving her anything clean. Yeah. Which
0: so, is so sad. Yeah, then Miss Thorne invites her in because she thinks that she is the sir- cleaning service, tells her this whole life story, Eloise leaves, wakes up Nanny with a horrifying shot where it's just a mm-hmm. flashlight in Julie Andrews' face so <laughs> close and Julie Andrews looks like she's a corpse right uh
1: great acting
0: and she's like whoa, whoa, what time is it it's time for justice that's what um <laughs> she
1: really is batman
0: she really is <laughs> um and justice comes in the form of weenie wearing a tutu to go and steal the secretary's it's so paycheck cute
1: i love weenie
0: yeah um but this is where we get the exhibition that we just mentioned um and then she then she's like you know what i got other things to think about do you believe in true love Because you smile differently when you're in true love. And Rachel now smiles differently.
1: It's because of a photo on um, his desk. desk. And in the photo on his desk, she is dating Bill at the time. Yeah. So she doesn't smile like that anymore. It's very obvious. The whole movie, she's very like, oh, woe is me. So kind of makes Daddy Warbucks think about it a little bit.
0: Yeah, but not not enough. No, and then Um, she leaves. Yeah, Uh, she's with Bill. He, she's like hey why don't you go take some Rachel some food let's scheme uh, Bill basically is like I'm not the right guy for anymore uh, she, Rachel and her, her him are face to face Brooke shows up and is like why don't you be a good sport Bob and fill the ice up um, he's
1: such a dick and it's so
0: you said mean to the well he doesn't
1: even know that rachel and bill have any history and the thing that bothers you couldn't see it he's just acting that way again because bill is the staff
0: of course again he's a, he's, dick. He's a dick yes i mean he's so stereotypical yeah. snobby dick Ugh. um so uh we uh go back downstairs to the kitchen where they discuss how to tell if a pomegranate is ripe or whose daughter ran off with the milkman which, again, shows Eloise's true like understanding of what the kitchen is. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the same true love discussion from earlier. Bill leaves. Her favorite chef, Patrice, is there. He has a great mustache.
1: He's the best. I love Patrice. Let's her lick the meringue. Mm-hmm. They um, all love her. Like, you can tell that there are some parts of the hotel that really love her and then some parts that don't and who she causes problems for, you know?
0: I mean... A, yes you're absolutely true but this is what's funny for this scene her and uh, patrice come up with a plan where she will hide in the pastry cart he will walk up to brooks and his friend and be like why don't you sit here and look at the pastry cart and let me know if you want anything
1: and i'll be right back and i'll
0: be right back he leaves and this is when brooks decides he says you know what my evil plans should be told out loud well, in the hotel that I'm staying at right it's now. It's because
1: his friend says, "Like, wow, you really have them wrapped around your finger." Yeah, and then and he was like, "Yep, I'm, I have multiple different accounts that I've opened and taken money out of from multiple different places all around the world." Um, and my least favorite, li- favorite but least favorite line. Is when he says she'll even pay for her own engagement ring.
0: Yeah. I will take her fortune and pay off my debts, basically. Yeah. And you can hear the music goes, bum, bum, bum. Mm -hmm. And Um, Eloise
1: is so upset because she's heard it, but who's going to believe a six-year-old? And this is where I think there's the biggest difference between her and Kevin. Because Kevin would have recorded it.
0: Yeah, because Kevin would have recorded everybody talking. Right. And... Kevin would have probably ended up killing Brooks on accident.
1: <laughs> probably. Yeah.
0: Where she runs to Peabody, he now has security, and then of course this is again really cliche writing. She goes in and he's like, "Oh, you gotta just drop it. It's not true." And she's like, "No, it's it's true." And then he's like, "Drop it."
1: She said, "Promise me." Yeah. Pinky promise. Me promise. That you yeah. That you won't you know talk about it anymore. And then she says. I promised I won't talk about it, but I didn't promise I won't do anything. Which is,
0: uh, I just, I think it's dumb that Nanny is her best friend and her confidant. And for some reason, for no real, like, nothing led her astray. Yeah. Nothing caused any issues. It was just like, I'm now not going to want to talk about it. It was just a really weird character beat. I, just to get I, always wondered,
1: I always wondered if it was, like, so that they don't get in trouble with the hotel. Like, Nanny you' shut to Say this. no to money i don't know if she understands the severity of like eloise being a little shit
0: but i just think it's a weird character beat to have from somebody who has been so supportive Mm -hmm. to just weirdly enough be like drop it Mm -hmm. uh anyways uh nanny is with her man they're having a really awkward uh like dinner And then you
1: find out Eloise is home.
0: Yeah. And, like, there's a moment where, like, he spills something on her, goes to clean it up, almost touches her boobs, and he's like, no! (laughs) Um, And uh, the whole ringer for him is he keeps trying to ask Eloise if there's a gift that he should buy for Nanny. And he says, I found Chinese hairpins from the Ming Dynasty. She, like, goes off on him Is basically, like, she already has those and leaves. Um, So, um, Eloise goes to Nanny, says, have you ever been wooed before? nanny thinks she says rude uh, they talk about how she would want flowers starting with roses so cut to roses uh the dining room eloise takes them leaves gives it to rachel okay. says oh it's from uh. your secret admirer there's a funny moment though where christine baranski is basically my sister because she is setting up this <laughs> wedding and she oh, goes yeah. you think i want burgundy napkins yeah i don't want burgundy i don't want maroon red Mm-hmm. yeah it's, a, it's literally that clip's going around tiktok where it's like nathan lane from modern Screaming. family like you disgust me yeah um so it's a
1: good moment
0: yeah uh i will just say rachel gets to the door she looks like a flight attendant her outfits this whole movie look hideous
1: i think they're just trying to show wealth through her outfits but it's it's, it's she it's,
0: has some of the worst yeah. fits I have ever I don't seen
1: mind it. them, but I think it was very time-sensitive, and I think they also were trying to um, complement her body type, so it they was a lot not. of, like, I think they did. It was a lot of tight skirts and little blouses, because she was very curvy. She has a big butt. I think she's beautiful. I just but think yeah, they Spencer make her look so like weird. They make her look a lot older than
0: she is, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a really weird fit.
1: Harry's here. Harry
0: is here. Hi. Um... But, uh, so, they go, she, well, then, they start singing. Well, they go to the wedding dress shopping at this point.
1: Oh, yeah. And she's, she's like, there. They don't look happy. Yeah.
0: They bond over the fact that Bill sings songs to her. They both sing songs together. From Gypsy. Gypsy, that classic tune. Um And uh, they do a little cute dance shuffle. Wherever we go. Yeah. Wherever uh, we do. Eloise is like, Oh, Bill has a girlfriend. and Oh yeah, uh,
1: that makes her jealous. Makes her jealous.
0: And uh, Brooks here looks like the evil villain from the War X, And he's apparently 23, which no chance.
1: His suits are just too big. And now when I look at it when I'm older, it's very obvious that everything was like made to look professional, but he didn't have the money. So it's like he bought a new suit, but he didn't get it tailored. Or, you know, yeah. he is trying to live lavish but just doesn't have enough money to fully you know make the scheme work
0: yeah uh basically he comes in says he has a plan for the dinner later and uh harry is right in the microphones i hope everybody can hear this he's rubbing his face against it <laughs> um there's a funny moment where we cut to christine baranski and eloise is like hello and christine baranski just goes Goodbye.
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: Yeah. Um tricks her. So she leaves, causes some more chaos, changes the time in her notebook from four to five to get Bill to get to them earlier. And you can tell that she's
1: not late to anything, so no. it really freaks her out. Um Eloise is she runs away because she knows that she was in the wrong. But um, Christine's character starts yelling at Bill, and Rachel immediately. Oh, you are
0: way ahead of the curve here, oh, baby. Am I? You're missing a bunch of stuff. Oh, yes, sorry. this I happens. That's what we were this about. okay. This all happens. She changes the notebook, and yeah, later Rachel and Bill have a really sweet moment on the piano because again, she goes to the meeting at four. Christine is late, goes to five. Oh, it. It was I'm changed. sorry.
1: I thought that's what you were talking no, about. No, you're okay.
0: But that's the word part where she changes it. What we do see in between this, Eloise steals a Belgian cake and gives it to Mrs. Thornton um she runs to her room uh nanny's about to do some stuff to a men's catalog mm-hmm. uh, but to the
1: boxers yeah
0: eloise needs a 17 minute nap um and nanny's like 17 minutes i can do some stuff with 17 minutes she grabs <laughs> the catalog She's like,
1: take your time um
0: yeah eloise grabs her gift which is a spy kit mm-hmm. very important
1: i love that spy kit and i think yeah. it's so cool um we all wanted one growing up especially because walkie talkies were such a hit at this time so when she got that spy kit, I remember being, I begged my parents for a spy kit.
0: Yeah, I had begged. one of those too. So it was, we could have been spies together.
1: I had walkie-talkies that I used to talk to my dad with around the house. Imagine if he's on an was actual down. police call and you're like, please, <laughs> Hello? No, it was, he would be downstairs and I'd be all the way upstairs and we didn't want to yell for each other. So we'd be like, TJ, over.
0: That's cute. It was the best. She does not use it for that though. She uses no. it to literally spy, basically she goes schemes. to the spy, uh, the Shining Hotel. Uh, where he's playing cards. he gets a fo- uh, She can't go in. She's only six for Christ's sakes, What she says. Uh, she slingshots a note to the bartender. He gives a note to Oh, to Brooks. reschedule it. Yep. And yeah, so he gets rescheduled as well. So he says, guess I'm all yours, boys. Um,
1: How did he meet these guys in 24 hours? I don't
0: know. They have a card playing group. Losers. Um It could also be his groomsmen because his weddings the next day.
1: I don't think they. I don't think he has friends. I think it's all he has
0: friends because they're there talking to him about yeah, this plan.
1: One guy is um, So, anyways,
0: so we see there's the song and dance they mentioned. It has a whole number. Also,
1: I'm sorry we haven't brought this up yet. I was just thinking about this. There is a man
0: who's watching, stalking him.
1: Eloise. So we think who is a stalker in the hotel.
0: It's, like, it's basically a guy in a trench coat with a newspaper. Right. Was, I don't think he's. I never thought he was stalking Eloise. I just oh. thought he was a creeper.
1: Yeah, but he's a freak. He's a weirdo.
0: I mean, if he was talking all the way, I'd have been like, get that sex offender out of here. Right. We don't support kidnapping.
1: We don't. We and do we do not don't support, support sex offenders.
0: Nope. Out. But we You're do out. support Christine, Christine Baranski. <laughs> yeah, so Christine, you better not kidnap anybody.
1: And don't have sex with a minor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you better knock it off. Um, so, speaking of which, she tries to interrupt uh, these two. They're not minors, they're twenty three. No, no, no. Um but there's a really cool shot.
1: This is what I was talking about by accident. Yeah, you Sorry. you
0: were like, I want s- to get the number, but I skipped it. You said screw all the I stuff we actually all the needed. way it. over. Yeah. Um but there's a spot where like they do a huge dance number, Rachel gets dipped. That's and why then, I was thinking about it because yeah. I was
1: saying it earlier. No if no ands, no and no egos. Yep. Amigos. Together
0: so cute what a song it's and so such rachel Ed gets dipped. actually a very good show rachel gets dipped rachel gets <sighs> dipped rachel gets dipped and pick whichever inflection you like listener <laughs> and the camera is like focused on christine bransky and it's upside down and that slowly like rotates and spins right to up because we're in rachel's perspective uh basically reams uh Ra- rachel reams christine bransky new ansehole
1: uh and asshole
0: asshole Makes her apologize to Bill. Uh, Which
1: Bill smiles and accepts. Yeah. Because Christine's not his boss in any way. They just work in the same place. Yeah, they're
0: not even the same, like, uh, no. department. So we see it's Christmas Eve Eve. Um, I
1: love when she goes, it's Christmas Eve
0: She manhandles this turtle. Yeah. She just grabs this turtle see and her. is throwing him around. She throws him in Nanny's face. Uh, Nanny chucks the turtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poor turtle. Um, Eloise is causing more chaos in the elevator. Um, goes the same thing as the This is when they sing. No, it's not. No. This is before. Uh, this is where we see Eloise seeing Brooks and Rachel meeting with her dad to discuss the wedding. Um, and she find she like is next to the guy who's stalking. Right. Um, And they're
1: doing the same actions. They both have the newspapers. They're both essentially listening in the same way and eloise takes the seat across from yeah. him at the table
0: this is yeah so he basically kisses her awfully brooks does i've made it sound like that guy was a sex offender trying to kiss eloise we don't, don't support that we, don't condone we do it. not we, don't we also don't it. support kidnapping mm-hmm. harry do you
1: yes he definitely no, does. He,
0: he might kidnap somebody um but brooks kisses rachel horribly and goes it's the last one before they're married, which is like, it's like nine o'clock. So you're Spencer not gonna see and
1: I were so confused.
0: For the whole day? No kisses till tomorrow?
1: Also, that doesn't, unless you're getting married on Christmas Eve, which I always thought they were getting married on Christmas, Christmas Day. day. Right. That's a whole day, two days of not seeing each other, not making out. All right, losers. What prudes. a sad life that is.
0: Yeah. Let's make out right now on the microphone. Sure. ASMR. Let's just go. Yeah, you guys want that? Let us know in the comments. Like and Subscribe. <laughs> you better not like
1: kidnapping
0: kidnapping. (laughs) um or predators yeah but you can like the movie predator oh oh and christine Christine Baranski. Baranski. um she was not in predator
1: and if you like christine Baranski, listen to our episode about mamma mia one and two and
0: if you like christine Baranski, listen to our episode with liz where where her and i discuss the grinch movies Mm mm-hmm and if you like the Grinch movies, listen to this episode because we talk about it at the top of the, <laughs> the hour.
1: And if you like the Grinch movies, listen to the Jim Carrey episode.
0: And if you like the Grinch, you didn't read the um, title right.
1: And we don't, don't. condone <laughs> kidnapping.
0: We, we don't condone Grinches either. <laughs> um, so we need another character. His name's Vincent. He's the hairdresser. He's Italian, which it might be why he doesn't understand. Stop that short enough. Thought that was a great line. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves her hair, and he tries to cut it short, and she kicks him. It's like it's just his job.
1: Oh my god, she kicks the shit you out of him. Came to
0: get a haircut. That was I'm so cutting mean. your hair. Yeah, but uh, basically, Brooks is there getting his haircut, and she's like, "Are oh, you going to the Harvard ball?" And he says, "The Harvard ball? I, I don't know. He's southern now." It's like now.
1: essentially a, a Harvard alumni event that Eloise brought, like makes up. So that uh, either he freaks out and leaves the hotel or...
0: Or gives up like the... The jig is up.
1: Yeah. And so he all of a sudden with his face fully covered in shaving cream goes, oh my gosh, I just remembered I have a work thing to go to. I got to go so good to talk to you. so sorry. Oh my goodness. And leaves, rushes out, still wearing a too big suit. He looks stupid as shit.
0: Yeah. Um... Basically. And then earlier we found out that she was trying to get Bill two tickets to Gypsy. Right. She shows up to Bill, says, I got you these two tickets. He's like, I'm going to Vermont for the holidays on the 23rd?
1: I mean... Yeah, get out of there earlier. There's snow. We're leaving on the 22nd.
0: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Never mind. All right, Bill, you're fine. Um, (laughs) Basically, Eloise is like, please, 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 Bill gives in. We get a weird cover of Jingle Bell Rock. Yep. I don't know why. Also... They're decorating the tree. It's Christmas Eve Eve. That tree better be up.
1: I know. that. I really never understood that because also she has a tree in her room. And they just didn't do this one? And that tree has been done for eons. But yeah. all of a sudden they are deciding. And it's cute too. Because Weenie brings an ornament though. Weenie brings an ornament. And they essentially say in six-year-old terms that Eloise and Weenie have to decorate the tree because Nanny gets drunk. Nanny is... Hooked. yeah uh, she's hammered she
0: has she loves own, eggnog and she loves it strong she
1: has her own basin of eggnog and obviously she's the only one drinking it so and she's dancing she's shaking. slammer
0: yeah um but eloise leaves for some reason and we get the biggest destruction yet because the room literally blows up. oh
1: it's so sad
0: yeah blows up you
1: really have to feel for nanny she keeps trying
0: yeah um, how would give it up by then yeah um, Eloise goes downstairs and sees that they went on their date. Uh, she's watching them as they leave. Mom calls, though. Like Looks like Eloise is going to be home alone. Which we don't, don't condone, condone kid minors being But I was talking about the movie Home Alone.
1: I know. We don't condone minors being alone.
0: Unless you can make a quality film <laughs> in 1990 and you are played by macaulay culkin
1: McCluckin, mccluckin 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 who congratulations on just getting his hollywood, hollywood star, star. Yeah,
0: good job which means nothing listener by the way I just want you point out people don't have stars people do have stars like carrie fisher's got hers randomly recently that girlfriend
1: just got his today which like but there okay. are so many actors who,
0: like don't have one yeah. i don't think uh it's all about marketing i don't think paul giamatti has one <gasps> we don't condone paul giamatti not have well, I was does. about
1: to be like, I fucking love Paul Giamatti, yeah. Paul um,
0: Giamatti. anyways, so we hear that the planes aren't taking off because of the snow, it's barely snowing outside at this point. Uh, Nanny is really sweet though, and she's like, If she doesn't come home and celebrate, it'll be you and I together, and you'll have two Christmases, which is very sweet. Uh, Rachel returns, Daddy is there, uh, she's wearing like this velvet rose jacket.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I love her jacket, yeah. Uh, they share some cordials. Uh, but the dad goes outside to see that bill is frolicking and dancing around so he knows that they were together yeah
1: because she's so happy she's very happy
0: um but what we see from here um brooks comes back and he's like hey um is jeffrey uh sorry not jeffrey tambor he goes to jeffrey tambor and says hey is the harvard christmas party over and uh Jeffrey's like
1: sorry to interrupt I think you're correct I do not think that Paul Giamatti has a start.
0: see I'm telling you if anybody deserves one it's him um but uh Jeffrey Tambor's like oh there is one and uh Brooke smirks he knows it was duped there's a weird moment though where Bill's dancing and we cut really briefly to Eloise just smiling in bed like she can see yeah, that he's dancing she's
1: so happy
0: but it's like a like a two second cut and that's gone um Eloise gets up though puts on a Christmas Eve fit. We cut to uh, New York City for some reason. It looks so bland. Uh, We do see her. Okay.
1: I'm sorry. We do see her. That's crazy. Al Pacino doesn't have a Hollywood star. Exactly, listener. This is crazy.
0: Okay. Clint Eastwood. I'm telling you. Whoa. Leonardo
1: DiCaprio.
0: Right. Okay. Kathy
1: Bates. Let's Dame Judy Dent. Another
0: episode later. We have to finish this one. Christopher Walken. We don't condone people not having the stars (laughs) they deserve. But... Reason. so she basically gets everyone in the elevator starts singing the 12 days of christmas she gets a conga line going that's so cute uh fun fact this song is all about birds
1: yeah spencer told me that and i had never thought about it like the 12 maids of, i don't are of i don't think milking? of maids of milking those
0: are women no they're birds there's a bird that's named that every single thing that's in there golden rings that's a bird look it up people
1: because if you think about it if you think about illustrations They always do like five golden rings. They have have maids. Yeah, it's wrong. With milk.
0: All birds. Wow. All birds. Um, But this is where we see that everybody's getting their gifts. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor gets uh, a huge bell Mm -hmm. and she rings it five times. It's a cute moment. Um, So Christine Bransky's on the phone. She's mad. uh, But we find out that the wedding's still happening and Bill left...
1: Oh. He went to Vermont. So, everything that she tried to do, it's done. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else that she can well, do. Well, she this tries.
0: Point. She runs to the room. She knocks on. She said, Rachel, you can't marry Brooks because there's things you don't know about him. Obviously, Brooks answers. And he and,
1: says, What things? Let's and guess take what he a does?
0: Walk. He does something that we do don't not condone. condone. We don't like kidnappers. He
1: kidnaps her. He kidnaps her. And he we... throws her over his shoulder. Yeah,
0: puts her in the basement and a locker? I don't even know where this is at. Like, yeah. where is this in the...
1: It's in the basement.
0: Yep. You know that the basement of the, pl- the, basement of the plaza uh, has lockers, apparently. Just one. Just one, though. That's it. She gets shoved in it. Um, cut to the wedding. Rachel looks astraught. And girl, I would be, too, if I was and wearing that dress. Because so, that dress is ugly. Yeah, that dress is ugly.
1: And funny enough. It's like not the dress she wears in the wedding. Very odd. Um,
0: yeah.
1: She doesn't have any bridesmaids. She doesn't have any friends there. No. She got ready by herself.
0: What a sad life. It's so sad. Um. So Eloise is smart though. So she takes the uh, walkie talkie. Oh, yeah. She literally pulls you with your dad. She's like,
1: nanny. It goes
0: through 25 yeah. floors of concrete.
1: Nanny, I'm in the basement. But the she tells her where the walkie-talkie is so she can find it. She goes, "I'm in the red package under the tree."
0: Eloise broke into the toy and stole it and put it back. Nanny goes ham, literally sprints through the hotel. She loves
1: her so much. Yeah,
0: knocking shit over. (laughs) Uh, saves Eloise. They run off because they got a wedding to crash. Um, it's snowing inside for this wedding.
1: Right, fake snow.
0: I don't know. Um, I don't snow but i i don't we don't condone snowing inside um <laughs> it's really cliche though because eloise and nanny get there as they're saying like do you take blah?" blah, blah. like it's always how weddings was like work. god that was fast yeah they literally run through it um rachel looks sad it's like just say no which she, she does. does um
1: right at the perfect time because who walks in
0: yeah bill barges in um she's like that's why i can't say yes, yes. she
1: says i can't say yes because and then he jumps in and she goes that's because
0: yeah that's why um oh, they, they kiss so nanny and eloise are in the air duct at this time and christina's literally pissed. dieharding right now because yeah. they're in the air duct
1: christina's mad 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 which
0: i don't know why she, she still gets paid
1: i mean i think at the end of the day she's just mad because
0: eloise always is but, doing uh, shit. okay but she doesn't see eloise so how does she know this is eloise i'd be like whatever I, fuck, I got paid yeah um they kissed music swells um we cut to eloise nanny jamming and uh eating fudge and playing around and then um, they get a phone call well there is a really sweet uh, moment though where we see the music sheets are completely covered in drawings mm-hmm. and you mentioned the calendar in the background
1: oh yeah so she's a calendar in the back and it's a it's like a x x out the day if she's nice Oh out the day, zero out the day if she's naughty and every single one is a zero.
0: Yeah. It's so, really cute. It's a really fun one. Um so uh it's obvious
1: that Nanny tried to do a behavior chart and that shit is not rocking in their yeah.
0: house. But you were right, she gets a phone call. Right. And she gets called by Mr. Peabody to go downstairs. She's in trouble. As we think. Uh she goes down there. Christine um, oh, is but smug. But this is before Eloise says, Can we add or can we invite mrs thornton to christmas oh it's she sweet. should not be alone right. um we see the uh we see max with his bells <laughs> he's in the elevator yeah. he finally speaks it's cute so we're seeing how she's changed those lives she fastens up to everything uh rachel is behind her and hears it all um and they're like okay that's all we need here and who barges in at the perfect time the belgian king um which is bill yeah um, but it's it, cute. They used
1: his acting. Yeah. So he, that's fun.
0: And he basically tells Mrs. Thornton, he's like, hey, we fixed it. We, we It's basically like office space. We You've fixed the you got money. Yeah. You have money now. Everything's okay. Um, and you can live here. Ms., Mr. is like, like winks at all and like, we'll take care of her, basically. Baranski gets pissy and is like, Brooks was a good man. And as soon as that happens, we see Creep.
1: Coming down the stairs with Brooks.
0: Yeah, and the creep is uh, Agent Kringle.
1: Chris Kringle. I think it's so stinking cute. Yeah,
0: and uh, he basically, he's like, yeah, we were spying. We literally get like an end of Clue where he's like, I was spying on them. And then uh, literally Brooks gives a like a, why you little? Yeah, Uh, And uh,
1: the detective is proud of Eloise, says that, you know, he's like, it's cool that you got a bad vibe from him too. I guess we were doing the same search, which is... One of those, I don't know, cool exposition <laughs> moments of being like, hey, kid. Yeah. Good job.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Eloise is like, why is Mrs. Thornton having a good Christmas? And uh, Nanny tells us that it's not always about the gifts that are wrapped in boxes and bows, but it's the good tidings and the people. And she proves it by kissing her man. On the cheek. Close enough.
1: I mean, they're supposed to be like 70. so
0: Fuck right there. You earned it. <laughs> um, but uh, the mom shows up, though. Eloise is so Superstar happy. Superstar
1: beautiful mom.
0: We cut to a CGI wreath just flying around. But
1: also, you never see the mom's face. No.
0: So I'm convinced that it is Paul Giamatti.
1: Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
0: Yeah. Glory, Glory to, to the, the newborn, newborn king. king. Paul, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. Go see the Holdovers. Um, that's it. We're done. Eloise at christmas guys. time
1: guys merry christmas happy holidays like they time just with one merry holiday Christ-
0: one- merry christmas. christmas um
1: happy holidays yeah it is a little late in our home if you know one thing about us it's that we record late yes it's because we watched two episodes of snoopy
0: yes we did and, uh, and i, did I about made some Snoopy,
1: Snoopy, and i did about 30 line Loads of laundry.
0: Yeah. So, and we will have one more Christmas or holiday episode coming up. It is going to be a holiday game show between Teresa and Liz.
1: I'm feeling cautiously pessimistic.
0: Yeah. I think you're going to do fine. I I did make all the questions this week uh <laughs> you have not seen any of them no i haven't and it'll but be I, a lot of fun i
1: i don't know how i'm gonna compete against liz it's okay,
0: it's okay she's a it... movie guru but you know a lot of holiday movies so we'll see um it's gonna be like our game show we had this year so that noise in the background you hear that that's our dishwasher da, 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 that's our dishwasher. cue hey love you love you mean it love you mean it merry christmas bye, y'all, uh, listener we will see you next week and like we said you know be healthy, be smart, and be kind and please rewind.
1: And be sexy. You know what? Yeah. And. Don't kidnap.
0: Don't kidnap. We don't want we that. Don't we don't, that. We don't condone don't We don't condone that. But we know what we do condone. Being kind and, and rewinding.
1: And Christine Bransky. And Christine Bransky.
0: Bye. Bye. Be kind, please rewind. <laughs> Intro song from YouTube Audio Library by DJ Williams. Recordings done on Clean Feed, podcast distributed by Anchor, original logo created by friend of the pod, David, current logo created by friend of the pod, Liz, purring by Storm.